What is going on, everyone? It is Scriptwriter Steve right here on March 2nd, 2021. You've reached my podcast, Barbecue to Movies, where I talk everything about barbecue to movies, but I emphasize on the two. <laughs> I should just call it two, 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 right? Instead of barbecue to movies. But guess what? I did barbecue this weekend. Well, kinda, kinda, not really barbecue. I take that back. I retract that statement there. But I had a great weekend. I hope everything was good with you folks. All right, let me turn this down. Let me tell you all about my weekend. I hope you watch CPAC, right? I, I watched it. I watched some of it. And, uh, you know, <laughs> of course I watched it for President Trump. I really miss that guy. I really do. So this weekend, though, you know, I, let me just start out by saying this. My business, business has been through the roof. So if you are an inquiring bride who's been emailing me or been adding yourself to my Facebook group on Hawaii wedding information, thank you very much. And, uh, you know, keep on adding yourself there to there. You know, I will, you know, do the best service I can for your wedding and, uh, you know, give you the on- most honest advice I ever can. <laughs> and sometimes it may not be the, the prettiest advice, but I will be 100% truthful for you because I am on your side. And it's the same thing like when, I give out this bo- this podcast right here. I am 100% truthful and honest. This is my opinion. If you ever meet me in person, this is who I am. It's really really who I am, you know? I may be not as histrionic because, again, when you do this podcast, you have to kind of play it up. You got to play a character. So I am playing a little bit of character. I'm a little more calm in person. But this is the way you do, you know, a lot of things when you do things on TV or anything. You, you kind of exaggerate, over-exaggerate things. So, um... Anyway, my weekend was great. Oh man, like I had a, I just met this really great wedding couple, or not my future wedding couple, maybe. Uh, they flew down here from Atlanta and a really beautiful black couple. And I took them all around to look at all these different venues from private estates to beach venues to, to everything in between. And, uh, you know, we had a fun time and we connected. And sometimes you just know that certain clients would become friends for life. And it looks as though these, I guess, clients of mine, who I think we crossed into the friendship zone really quick, would become lifelong friends, I guess, forever. Because, uh, you know, (laughs) we just match. Like our personalities, the humor, uh, we were laughing the whole time the way through. Sunday, we did a photo shoot at sunset. We got amazing pictures. I mean, I took amazing pictures of them. And then afterwards, I took them out to my favorite Korean barbecue restaurant, Yakiniku Dande. And, uh, you know what? We, we, we actually ate it up, chatted it up until closing. In fact, until after closing, they let, they let us stay there maybe an hour or so after they closed and we just chatted it up because I know the owners there. They are, they are so cool. So, and on top of that, um, I also watch CPAC, like I told you. And, uh, you know, the majority of this podcast later on after I come back from commercial will be about CPAC. But before I get cut to commercial, you know, I want to talk about the Republican get together I also attended on Saturday. So that was really neat. neat. I never been to, I guess, this Republican coalition. And, uh, you know, you know, um, here's the thing about me. I don't, I don't work really well in groups. It may sound as though I'm a team player, and I am when I'm in charge. But, you know, I don't work well as a follower. My ego is much too large. Uh, I am much too critical of people. So I am much better being, you know, a person who is out there, you know, saying we need to do this, we need to do this, and, and, and yelling out, you know, yelling out and pointing the finger while pointing the finger at myself. But when I follow I'm not that great at following because I will always criticize the leadership there. I think that's what I find. So it's always better for me to lead than to follow. I am a horrible loyalist. I'm just not one of those people who just say, okay, we're going to follow whatever the leader says and I'll make this and, and, and answer for this. Not me. That's not me. But um, the, I, I will tell you what, the, the majority of the people here, I see all of the people, they were well-wishing people. They meant the best, and they are really good people. They're very nice. They're non-racist, if you're wondering. If my liberal friends are out there, not racist, and they're peaceful, they're loving. They're not out there to, like, you know, they're causing insurrection out there. But they are worried, and they have legitimate reason to be worried. 
I have a legitimate reason. You have a legitimate reason to be worried because America, the country we once loved, is not that country anymore. Within a matter of a month, it's, it's open overturned. It's crazy. So it doesn't look as though the future is going to be very bright. And, you know, I mean, you, you just go look at the, the obvious where you have women, with <laughs> women participating in, I mean, men participating in women's sports. So, and where's all the feminists right now, you know, raising their hand, yelling, saying, wait a minute, something isn't right. They're gone. Where's all their feminism? You know, you actually have men taking, taking away women's scholarships. Men, literal men who identify as women. But these are men. Just because you change the plumbing down there or shave off your Adam's apple, you're still a dude because your body produces testosterone, not estrogen. You're still a dude. So I don't know. I really don't know. So uh, what was really interesting, though, but I mean, I met everyone there. uh, Not everyone there, but I talked with as much as I could with everyone. And, uh, you know, very nice, warm, warm people and just some of the most polite people I've been around. But here's the thing. There are, <laughs> I don't agree with everything they say. And, uh, and I'll get into more of that too. But what was really interesting though, was that they had a Democrat politician there and he, he actually spoke out against mask wearing and all of the lockdowns. He was a guest speaker there. Very, in, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's very, I think it's very tough for a Democrat to speak out against mask wearing and lockdowns. And, uh, he did. And uh, he is actually on the side of Donald Trump. Well, not really on the Donald Trump side, but he is on the side of conservatives because he thinks the lockdowns have gone way too far, which they have. And mask wearing is not supported by science. And uh, he didn't wear a mask at all at, at this event. And I tell you what, no one at this event and no one at this gathering wore a mask. We all shook hands, gave each other hugs, uh, you know, and uh, <laughs> it was great. And again, some of them were infected with COVID before. Uh, I don't think anyone there has been vaccinated, except I think one of them, well, Pitmaster Keith is vaccinated. He was there. And, uh, but that's basically it. So, and myself, I'm on quercetin zinc. So, and I'm very, I'm very confident it actually works. So I, I don't really fear it. And, um, yeah, so that, that's, that's about it for that. Now, there are two really, there, there are two individuals there who spoke out against the vaccine. Uh, one was a former nurse. And the other was a former school teacher. Um, <laughs> here, here's where the bluntness comes in. So, if anybody who is from that event listening to this this uh, podcast, um, they really didn't. They both didn't really put forward forward strong arguments. Um, and I just want to repeat what I've been saying over and over: the vaccine, the COVID vaccine, the Moderna vaccine, the Johnson Johnson vaccine, all of these, these vaccines, COVID, they're coming out. Vaccines are a category of medicine. All right. So they are effect- there, there are effective vaccines and there are non effective ones, right? So we can't just say because the flu vaccine doesn't work, that doesn't mean these vaccines don't work. And here's the really frustrating thing they came on and said all vaccines didn't work, including the vaccines on smallpox, including the vaccines on spinal meningitis, including the vaccines on polio. They don't work, none, none whatsoever. Um, you know, <laughs> they're really falling into the trap that one rule applies to all, you know, where the run rule is, well, it's called modus ponens, but it's when they say all men are pigs, Steve is a man, therefore he is a pig theory, you know, and again, they're saying, you know, flu vaccine, all vaccines are bad, the COVID-19 vaccine is a vax, the COVID-19 vax is a vax, therefore it doesn't work, it's bad, <laughs> You can't fall into these logical loopholes, modus ponens theory, to to go against science. And this former school teacher, who who I think taught K through eight or something, she's out there just, just, just you know. I, I know she means the best, but her arguments against these vaccines are not scientific. She doesn't not know what the hell she's talking about. She has no idea. I mean, she started coming out of saying, you know, Moderna. They're creating this mRNA vaccine. And when they, you do the research about Moderna, they talk about com- computers and computers this, computers this, and computer that. And what they want to do is reprogram you like a computer. Really? She has no idea what computational immunology is. 
That's actually a new form of medicine, which is great, which allows scientists to conduct experiments using using code and 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 uh, and, and, and uh, I guess automation to run antibodies through millions of tests to figure out which antibodies are more than likely to work than not. That's all it is. <laughs> oh my God. I wanted to raise my hand and say, you know, have you done your research? Can you stop leading people down this path of paranoia? I mean, paranoia exists on both sides. You know, paranoia exists mostly with, you know, blind loyalists. And a lot, and there's blind loyalists on the left, there's blind loyalists on the right. And unfortunately, what we have here in this group, we're blind loyalists on the right. And these are people who have, you know, they follow. They can't trust their own opinion, so they follow. And unfortunately, who they follow, they're not very smart. Like this woman, unfortunately, she's not very smart. And again, again, I don't do well in groups, right? So I'm not going to, and I don't want to cause rifts. But here, you know... So I go out, I go outside and I start, you know, mingling with everyone and I start hearing everything from, uh, you know, conspiracy theories. Like there's this one gentleman out there, very nice guy again, telling me there's really, really no such thing as COVID. And if you get sick from it, it's actually just the flu. No, I know people who have gotten sick from COVID and it hit them really hard like a cold they never got hit. It's real. People are dying from it. Okay. Stop lying stop spreading around that freaking lie you know the the guy who puts that thing not not, not puts it together but who, the guy who owns a property who hosts that event came down with covid right so he can tell you that covid is real a lot of people came down with covid <laughs> to come out and say oh it's it's fake it's not fake all right and when you say things like that you know that's when the left will say you know these people don't believe in science because you say stupid things like that Right. And then I started to hear some from some other people saying, oh, celebrities and politicians are actually dead. What we're seeing now are clones. Really? So all of those, all of these people, you know, everyone from Michael Jackson is not dead. He's a clone. Really? Now, I know that for a fact that he's not a clone. I've seen him up close. All right. You know, you know, I, I did stuff for Michael before. I've seen I've been one or one or two feet away from Michael Jackson. I've seen him. He's not a pretty looking guy. I'll be very honest with that. And, uh, and I know people who worked around him. You know, my, my friend taught him how to dance. Uh, pop and taco. If you ever heard of him, Google him. Pop, pop and taco. Like he taught him how to pop, break dance to the moonwalk, all that kind of stuff. And you know what? <laughs> he knows Michael Jackson is dead. And this is what I don't like. They, they you know, they're, they're taking things and, and say, taking people's deaths writing narratives and say, they're not dead, they're not dead. No, they're dead. They're, they're telling them they're not dead. And this is why they're creating this huge conspiracy theory, this whole fictional story, which has so many holes in it when you really listen to it. And they're trying to, you know, that's their foundation to prove that, oh, the Democrats are wrong. Now, this is why Democrats think Republicans are stupid. Okay? I mean, I even talked to a guy who said the moon landing took place on a movie set. Really? You know, I've heard this over and over again. We didn't have the technology back then to fake zero gravity. In fact, when we do it these days, when we fake zero gravity or when we fake like, like a little less gravity, we do, we do it with CGI, very careful wiring we can do it with. A lot of times we get it, we, we, we fly them up into a plane and make them drop down. You know, so this movie set, they are actually weightless. <laughs> And so we're telling, you know, and it's really easy to disprove this, you know, because again, as a screenwriter, as a writer, you know, my job is to poke holes in everything, right? So I can, I, I can find holes in lies. I, I can find holes in stories. That's what I do. So you always plug them. And I can tell you for a fact that the government, they don't keep secrets very well. They don't. You know, our, our, our top secret information about the F-22 the F-22 stealth fighters, all these things are drones, everything. Americans sell that over to the Chinese. Our own American scientists sell it over to the Chinese for money. You know, the people who work in government, it's so, the government is so big. And a lot of times the people who are in the highest areas, or maybe, maybe who just have access to the highest areas, right? You know, they just let the information go. That's, that's how Wikipedia came to be. You know, um, WikiLeaks came to be. That's how Snowden came to be. 
So again, if there were, if the moon landing were fake, you know, all the people, you ever seen how many people work on a simple movie set? You know, my friend just shot like a ramen commercial and there's 30 people on that set for a ramen commercial. So could you imagine how many people would work on a fake moon landing set? Maybe a few hundred. And now all those hundred people have to keep it secret. Where are, where are all those hundred people who are going to be keeping it secret? And if someone would pay, someone pays, someone says, Hey, I'll pay you hundred grand. A million dollars. Just tell me all the secrets about the moon landing and how, how it's fake and where it took, took place. Oh, no. <laughs> Let's not forget that during the Trump administration, private conversations, private conversations between, I guess, foreign officials and Trump, foreign leaders and Trump, were leaked to the news, you know, <laughs> for, for nothing. So, you know, if, if like people have an agenda or you pay them enough, they're going to leak it. The government is horrible. If we can't keep our stealth secrets, you know, sealed and <laughs> sealed from the Chinese or sealed from spies, you know, if our representatives are sleeping with Chinese spies, like um, Swalwell is sleeping with that, you know, Fang Fang, <laughs> you think we can keep secrets? I don't think so. Not at all. So there's so many holes in these things. And I mean, just... Really, just think about it. If you are one of those people out there who believe in this, just think. Use your mind and think. Don't follow. Don't follow. Because you're going to spend a good portion of your life dedicated to these conspiracy theories, and you're just going to go deeper and deeper and deeper. And the deeper you go, the harder it is it's going to be for you to come out. And you'll be a nice person who is just flat-out paranoid and believes in paranoid things. And, and even I can't help you get out of there. No one will, because it'll be part of you. Your paranoia will be part of your agenda, your personality. And I'm sorry, once you go over that ledge, more than likely you can't come back. So, and, and go, talk about conspiracy theories, okay? I said this before. Conspiracy theories are supported by evidence unlike lies. And that's what makes them so believable. But, but again, these theories all have a lot of holes in it. So if you just calm down, you know, step back before you take that dive over the ledge and become close to a flat earther, all right? Take this advice from this, you know, former screenwriter, or actually current screenwriter, you know, just be very careful. There's holes, big plot holes you can drive a semi-truck through because they're not written very well. These lies are not written at all well. <laughs> Just be careful. So will I go back again to the, this uh, get-together? I don't know. I'm really not sure. Again, you know, it, you know, I don't work really well in the groups. I, fe I fell asleep during, during when they were talking too. Um, try not to, but they were, they were kind of boring, you know, to be honest. Um, and, uh, I just don't share those opinions of those. And I have to, I have to also be in the closet with my theories, theories, right? Or with my opinion. Because, you know, I just started to say, I just started to say, well, you know, I may get the vaccine. I'm not really sure about that. And they started to attack me. So, oh, do you know that you may die in a year? Did you know that you may, your, your friends may actually start mutating their DNA if they got it? And here's Pitmaster Keith right next to me, you know, who actually got the Moderna vaccine. It says, oh, do you know that people have got Bell's palsy from it? No, there's actually no proof of that. You know, there's actually no proof of that. <laughs> in the control group, there's more people who got, who, in the people who were administered placebos who got Bell palsy than people who actually had it and got Bell palsy. That means you can't make the scientific connection. You, you understand that, people? There's no, that is, <laughs> the scientific evidence does not even support that. There's not even support that vaccines cause autism. The American Society of Autism, the people who study autism, the doctors who, who study autism come out, and, come out and have said that autism is not caused by vaccines. There's no proof of that. There's no way you can call, there's no way you can actually make the correlation between the two. Yet here you have the, all these vac vaccines say, oh yeah, 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 it does cause, cause autism. Really? And even though they said, well, you can't really narrow it down. Oh, you really can't. Know. So again, I want to know if it does cause autism, fine. Which vaccine is it? Which one? Which one? Oh, they, and they'll say, oh, you, you take so many, you don't know. That's the cop out. That's copping out. 
mean, that's total BS. You know, if you want to make a science about it, let's make it science. Come on, right? Okay. Anyway, got some notes here if you notice. That's my paper going back and forth. All right, so I'm going to cut the commercial here. Okay, and uh, I'm going to talk about President Trump when he get back. Um, he did a great job. CPAC was wonderful. God, he's a great speaker, isn't he? And But uh, we'll get back to this. We're going to start talking about President Trump and the great jobs and all of his accomplishments. You know, I want to talk to all my Trump haters out there, all right? And uh, I really want to set the record straight. So I'm going to touch upon President Trump, but then again, I'm going to give you my character analysis of him, okay? Not just the things what he said on CPAC, but I'm, I want to give you what, you know, why I support him and who he is. Because what you've been fed to by the mainstream media is all a lie. All a lie. You know, it's fiction. So I'm going to cut to commercial. Hope you join, join me back on the other side. And I'm going to do that right now. What is going on, everyone? This is your favorite complainer-in-chief, scriptwriter Steve, with a shameless plug for Dream Weddings Hawaii, a company that I just happen to own. Now, we specialize in romantic, intimate beach weddings, but plan weddings of all sizes and shapes. Gala weddings, elopings, surprise vow renewal, no problemo. So, if you are looking to tie the knot here in Hawaii, you better get in touch with me. Now, Dream Weddings Hawaii delivers quality that is extremely affordable, but don't just take my word for it. Visit our website at dreamweddingshawaii.com and find out for yourself. That's dreamweddings with an S. That's weddings with an S, hawaii.com. So look at our awesome photos, check out our awesome, beautiful, touching ceremony videos, then take a look at our cheap prices, which I promise you won't faint at. Now, don't forget to read our five-star reviews. Now, by the way, we also take professional family photos. So visit our site at dreamweddingshawaii.com or just buzz me at 808-479-0685. That's 808-479-0685. Okay, I am back, ready to start chatting about President Trump. <laughs> I like this music. Not much of a swing dancer, though. I have no idea how to swing dance at all. I have no idea how to do ballroom dancing. I should, though. Looks, a lot of, looks like a lot of fun. My friends do it. They're really great at it. Me, I have two left feet. All right, I'm turning this down. That's enough of that. That's enough of that. So what have we learned about President Trump and in CPAC? Well, number one, he is the voice of the Republican Party. He is the voice of the true Republican. Now, I want to tell you, before President Trump, we were lied to. You know, we were, we were given conservative light, I'll tell you that, or conservatism 0.0, 0.0, because everyone from George Bush, John McCain, to Mitt Romney, even Bob Dole, these were all, you know, Republican loyalists. These were all career politicians who said all the things Trump said. They said, now they said the exact same things Trump said. You know, we have, you know, taxes were too high, regulations were too high. We wanted to drill, baby, drill. Remember that? We have to drill an Anwar. We have to, you know, be energy independent. You know, we have to, you know, do every single thing, like, you know, secure our southern border. A lot of, even George Bush said we have to build a wall. <sighs> Did we get any of that from any of these Republicans? No. You know, Bill Clinton was more of a conservative than a lot of these Republicans. Bill Clinton was more a conservative than Mitt Romney. Okay, let's, let's, let's just put that. For, Bill, Bill Clinton was, is more of a conservative than John McCain. You know, Bill Clinton talked about securing the border. He talked about American jobs and um, illegal immigrants taking away jobs from Americans. John McCain wanted an open border. Mitt Romney wanted an open border. They wanted illegal immigration. You, you know, they wanted to get us into wars. Both those guys. Yo, know, Bill Clinton, he didn't really get us into war. He fired missiles, missiles into those areas, but he really didn't get us into a, you know, an unneeded war. 
That was George Bush. That was George Bush. But I tell you what, Donald Trump is one of the first presidents, you know, other than Bill Clinton, who didn't get us into an un- unnecessary war. In fact, he didn't even, he fired a few missiles as retaliation, uh, you know, for when ISIS, was supposedly had, ISIS had done something, and, uh, or, was it, or was it someone with Assad or something, and he did fire missiles that way. But that was, I think that was, no, it was, I, I think it was with Iran. I think it was with Iran. And he fired some missiles their way, you know, as retaliation, and then they fired some back, and that was the end of it. But anyway, you know, during, here's the thing about President Trump. During this election, even from 2016, he was labeled a racist, a xenophobe, a misogynist, even a rapist, a murderer. And just recently, in the last election, a murderer, right? And he's a villain of all villains. He's a supervillain in, in, in this narrative that they're painting. Now, I want to ask you, what racist do you know? A KKK member is a racist, right? What type of racist would employ the race that they hate? You know, working for his administration, he's supposed to hate blacks. He's supposed to hate African-Americans. But he has Ben Carson there as one of his, as, as one of his worker bees, right? He's in front, of the, in front of the housing and urban development. Did a great job. He loves Ben Carson. Ben Carson loves him. There's a lot of blacks who love Trump, by the way. But again, he employs all these minorities. He even, he even employed Omarosa, right? You know, one of the most vile, you know, women out there, <laughs> you know, but he gave her a chance. What type of racist would allow again, a racist who hates blacks? Because that's what, who he was supposed to be, right? A racist who hates blacks. What type of racist would allow blacks to lay hands on him and to pray over him? Because that's what he did. That's what happened, right? Do you think a clan member would actually allow that? Of course not. So use your head. What type of racist would do that? None. He's supposed to be a xenophobe. So, you know, a xenophobe is supposed to hate a person from other countries. His own wife is from another country. So what type of xenophobe is that? That's a really bad xenophobe, right? Just because he wants to secure the borders and wants legal immigration. He wants people to come in here legally. And in fact, in every other country out there other than America, you can, in order to go into that country, you have to legally enter. Because he wants people to legally enter the United States, he's a xenophobe? Because he wants people, he wants to secure the southern border because there's a lot of illegal immigration, a lot of rapists coming across there, a lot of child trafficking coming across there, a lot of drugs coming across there. That makes him a xenophobe? Are you kidding me? Now again, I'm talking to you on the other side, the other side of the aisle who accuses him of doing, doing all of this, right? Now, now let's see. He, you've accused him of being a misogynist. He hires a lot of women. Most of his staff in the Trump organization and in the White House, the majority of them are women. The majority of them, you saw them, Kellyanne Conway, Kimberly Guffoyle, you know, you know Sarah, Sarah Huckabee, you know, the other blonde girl, I think McEnany or something like that, I forgot her name, right? She, they're, all, they're all women. And what did the left do? Oh, they insult their looks, insult their intelligence, and insult them every, you know, insult them every single way. You know, they, I remember the, the left the left um, the, were insulting Sarah Huckabee's looks. How dare you? And, and there's, you know, they, they are, I mean, they are literally you know, accusing the right of, of the sins that they commit. Now, what else is he considering now? What, 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 did you, what did the left consider Trump of being because of COVID? A murderer, right? He's murdering 560,000 people because he didn't do a good job with COVID. Okay, that's what they're accusing him of doing. Who right now, and during this time, during this time when they're accusing him, who did the left hold up as a hero? Who did they say they wanted 
them to be their hero, and I wish he was running for president. Who was the supposed vice president, vice presidential candidate of Joe Biden before Kamala Harris? It was Governor Cuomo. In fact, there was talk about, about him being on top of the ticket because he was such a great guy, and people were just praising him that he should be he should be running for president. Well, we know the narrative now. He purposely put infected elderly patients into elderly care homes instead of the hospital, the boat, remember the hospital boat comfort? Because he didn't want Trump to look good during COVID. He wanted Joe Biden to look good. That's the result. That's the reason why he did it. And I tell you what, he didn't act on that alone because a lot of people, he, he may have given their orders. I think he followed, followed orders. And what about all those people who, who carried out those order, orders and then kept quiet about it? You know, there's a lot of smart people around Kumo. There's a lot of smart people above Kumo, cunning people. I don't think he acted alone. And now because they found, you know, they're, they're roasting him. They have him out there to roast. Now they're accusing him of being a misogynist and all these other things, being inappropriate with women and also a murderer. The Democrats are killing Kumo now. He went from on top of their totem pole now, underneath their feet. They're, they're trying to kill him. He, he, he's six feet under now. Right? He's six feet under because the Democrats want to bury him because they're trying to ruin his reputation. All because he is just one of, I guess, the pawns at the very top that follow their orders. It's not just Kumo, right? There's, there's something at the top barking down orders from the left because Kumo wouldn't have done this alone. Trust me, Kumo's going to say something. He's going to say, he's going to throw some other people under the bus. And all those people say, no, 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 no. Kumo's this bad of a guy, so don't believe anything. You can't believe this guy, a word that he says, because, you know, we, you know, whatever he says is, is a lie. That's what they're going to do. I can almost guarantee that. I almost can guarantee that. And here's the thing about the Democrats. Everything the Democrats accuse Trump of being the heroes on the left have become. So, Kumo, he's a xenophobe, right? They're actually scared of people from other countries coming in. They really are. They really, really are. You know, they want, do they actually want, want um, illegal immigrants? You know, no. All they want them in there is for power so they can control them. That's really all it, all it is. They want them to come in. You can't speak the language. You, can, you, can't, you, can't, you can't speak the language. You have, you, all we want is your vote, and we'll give you welfare for it. We'll give you all of these things for it. But are they going to hire them out for, any, for anything? No, absolutely not. You know, they don't want the illegal immigrants to control them, I mean, to control America. They just want them to vote for them. Kumo's a misogynist, and he's actually a murderer. You know, he, he, the blood of all those people who died at those elderly care homes, that's on him. The blood is on him. It's not on Trump. All right. Now, I want, you, I want you to tell you this, though. They've accused every single Republican out there of being a racist, a xenophobe, a xenophobe and a misogynist. They accused Mitt Romney, Herman Cain, even John McCain of these exact same things, including Afri African-American Clarence Thomas was accused of being some type of rapist or misogynist out there. Way, 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 way back. You know, they hung him out to dry just because he was conservative black. That was like the biggest threat to him. They tried to drag his reputation into the mud. And the same thing they accused Kavanaugh of, of being a misogynist and a rapist. Same narrative. If we don't like you, we're going to call you a misogynist and a rapist, even if it's not true. And most of the time, it's not true. Now, why do they do this? Because the Democrats always want you to, to, to distract you from the accomplishments of these men or women. You know, you'll be too busy occupied saying, oh, I can't, I can't believe so-and-so is a racist, xenophobe, or misogynist, or a murderer, that you won't look at the facts. Now, and I'll tell you some things about Trump. And he talked about all of this during a CPAC speech today, about record economic growth under him. Incredible record economic growth, record, record housing growth for minority-owned businesses. 
You know, minority-owned income went up. Minority-owned house in, house ownership all up. You know, employment way down. I mean, unemployment way down. We know all of these things, right? Trump gave black colleges more money than Obama, and he made it so they wouldn't have to beg every single year. A racist does that? A racist who hates African Americans does that? Now, he secured our southern border, and, and why did he do that? He wanted to stop the flow of drugs. He wanted people to immigrate to America legally. You know, that's, that's basically it. You come in through the front door. Don't come in through the back. Don't come, if you come in illegally, you're going to get stuck at a nine-to-five job that pays 20 cents an hour. You know, he, he doesn't want that. And by the way, he did separate kids at the border. But did they tell you this, though? That the majority of the kids who came into America with all these people, they were smuggled in. They're trafficked in. Most of those kids are still inside those facilities because the parent, the quote-unquote parents never came to pick them up. Because, because again, they were just a ticket to, into America. That's all. <laughs> what type of parent wouldn't want to pick up their own kids? Right? How about NAFTA 2.0? They were so successful that Nancy, it was so successful that Nancy Pelosi and then Joe Biden, by the way, took credit for it. I have no idea how Joe Biden thinks that he actually had anything to do with with the two, um, NAFTA 2.0. Even O'Biden, I mean not O'Biden, Obama, <laughs> he actually said, "Yeah, that, that part that was partly because of us." And then I, re- I remember reading in the New York Times and saying, "Yeah, that type of negotiation started way that that started during Obama's presidency." No, it didn't. And in fact, Republicans didn't even think they should renegotiate NAFTA 2.0, right? I mean, they didn't think there's nothing wrong with NAFTA, even though a lot of jobs are going to Mexico and Canada, right? What else did Trump do? He made us energy independent. Well, not anymore. That's not going to happen. Not without the, the XL pipeline and this push to you know, criminal, like to, to ban fracking on, on federal land. Stupid. What else did he do? He brought back manufacturing jobs from China. Remember Obama said, that will only happen if you have a magic wand. Well, guess what? I guess Donald Trump had a magic wand. And when it came back, Obama took credit for it. He did. And the Democrats said, well, that was on its way back anyway. No, it wasn't. They lie over and over again. Again, you didn't hear any of this during the election, even though Democrats were, I mean, Republicans were screaming this from the mountaintop. The news didn't report this. They didn't, they didn't want to report the truth. They had an agenda. They didn't report any of this. They didn't report any of the good things that Trump did. All they said that he is, he is like a, a virus to the country. He has to be eliminated. So what else, what else did he do? He lowered gas, energy prices. Do you remember under Obama, gas was close to $5 a gallon? $6 in some place. Here, or here on Maui, it was about $8 a gallon. I couldn't imagine that. I remember I owned a, a, a 4x4 Tacoma, a Toyota Tacoma, and it cost me $150 to fill up on gas. I mean, luckily, my company was doing good back then, but $150 for, to fill up my gas, ta- gas tank? That is crazy. I mean, it was so high, the Hummers were, no, no one was buying Hummers, no one was buying these SUVs, no one was buying, buying these big trucks. Everybody wanted to buy these hybrids because gas was so damn expensive. What else did he do? What, is, what else did Trump do? Guess what, for all you green people, he lowered carbon emissions, and this is despite leaving the Paris, the Paris Climate Accord. So the United States was able to lower their carbon emissions while leaving the Paris Climate Accord and then we lowered our carbon emissions further than China, India, Japan, and, and all of Europe, percentage-wise. We didn't have to be part of the Climate Accord. And why, if we can do it without the Climate Accord, why did we rejoin it? And then now we're giving them billions of dollars. So we can just be part of a club? Again, well, that's what Democrats are, right? They're loyalists, right? They can't think for themselves. We all have to be part of a club. So all of the other socialist nations, they're part of the Paris Climate Accord. We got to be in the cool kids club, right? You're right. Same thing like here in Hawaii. We have like our Democrats saying, oh, we all, we need a rail. Why do we need a rail for it? It won't work here in Hawaii. Oh, we need a rail because all the other cool liberal cities have a rail. So let's put a rail in and 
you know, bankrupt our entire city, which it is right now. We're $300, $400 million in debt right now. What else did Trump do? I'm just going down the lines because this is what he talked about in CPAC. He lowered taxes and regulations on businesses. I tell you what, to, to op- it, there's still a lot of regulations out there, but to run a business, you got to jump through hoop after hoop after hoop. You, you think making money is diff- like making money is hard enough, but to jump through hoop and hoop and hoop is just crazy. And COVID now is making this even more crazy because you have all of these health regulations, which, which don't even do anything. I mean, for me, my wedding company, I have, again, bride and groom, you can have 10 people at your wedding. But if, you have, if the bride and groom are dead, you can have 25 people at your funeral. So it's safer for the bride, it's safer for the bride, bride and groom's guest if the bride and groom is actually dead. It's twice as safe, apparently. Little more than 100, 105% safe because, again, you can only have 10 people if they're alive, but you can have 25 people there if they're dead. That's all by following the science, by the way. Under President Trump, we had free speech. Even though Facebook and Twitter would, you know, kick you off for like, you know, offending someone. Like, again, I got banned from Facebook for telling someone, I don't think you're, uh, I don't think an attack helicopter is a gender. Uh, I, I don't, I don't think it actually is. I actually got kicked off Facebook for about three days for saying that to someone. Can you believe that? Now, the minute you post anything, you know, pro Trump or anything about that on Facebook, you get things deleted. I mean, right now, <laughs> everything I'm saying to you, if I posted this on Facebook, it would get taken down. And, and uh, someone out there on Facebook is reading my post. I don't even get, get it flagged. I just post it within an hour or two. I, I wake up in the morning after I, w- I work on this beautiful paragraph to tell everyone my opinion. It's gone. Completely gone. So I'm not even writing things on top of my, uh, on my page. I'm just podcasting on here and just posting the link. So what else did Trump do that the media won't tell you about? Well, he got back U.S. hostages, by the way. So if you're a hostage being held overseas, Donald Trump had your back. President Trump had your back. They did everything to get you back. You know, he heard, it, he heard about it in the news or heard about it. He did everything. What did Obama then do? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. I remember there was a, a case where a, 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 a former U.S. soldier... Hero drove his truck accidentally, took the wrong off ramp, and went down into Mexico, and he had guns in the back of his truck, right, or or his car. Well, because guns are illegal in Mexico, he got thrown thrown into the prison there. What did Obama do? Nothing, absolutely nothing. And that guy spent a long time in prison because Obama just did nothing. Weak, they're weak. Biden, nothing, absolutely nothing. Didn't care. You know, when that kid over in North Korea got, um, you know, he was actually, uh, you know, he was uh, detained, thrown into a prison camp because uh, he stole a, a poster of Kim Jong-un, made a stupid mistake, but he was thrown into a high, you know, you know very, very high prison camp and tortured there. What did Obama do? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. He didn't want to even touch it. No, didn't did even want to call Kim Jong-un and try to negotiate something. Who got him back? Trump. Trump. You know, the, the family even said that oh, Biden and Biden and Obama <laughs> fell on deaf ears. They didn't care. Absolutely, they did not care. What can I say? Oh, what? Let's see here. What else did President Trump do? He defeated ISIS. He defeated. He defeated ISIS. There's no caliphate right now. Now there may be a little pockets of like radicals out there, but they have no caliphate anymore. Do you, do you remember on YouTube, there were beheadings on YouTube? Yeah, they were showing beheadings on YouTube. ISIS had a channel. You know, isn't it funny that ISIS was allowed to keep their YouTube channel, and, but President Trump, his YouTube channel got banned? Isn't that funny? So it's, more, it's a lot more dangerous to talk about, even the doctors got their videos banned about COVID. So it's more dangerous that doctors, you know, who have, have a different opinion than the WHO and the CDC on COVID, or you have President Trump who has an opinion about the election results. That's more, that's more dangerous. And ISIS is allowed to recruit 
and put all their propaganda on YouTube and they even put videos of people getting beheaded on YouTube. That's where we're at right now. And the Democrats have nothing to say about that. You know, if you, if you're, if you have a YouTube channel and you make all of your money through a YouTube channel, those, those people who make their money through there, they're scared to speak up, scared to share their opinion because their, their livelihood would get taken away. Because that's, that's the way they make money. That's the, way they, the only way they make money. You know, they don't have another job. So, so again, lastly, President Trump created an environment for vaccines to be fast-tracked. And they still had to go through all their phases, but they had to go through, they had less bureaucratic red tape to go through. All of it to find, to, to find a cure for covid and right now, the numbers are going down. It is plunging. It's still going down. And the reason why it's going down is because people are getting vaccinated. You know, Joe Biden said that when he came into office, there was no vaccine, even though he took the vaccine, right? Even though Kamala Harris took the vaccine, even though a lot of his staff got the vaccine, you know, he actually claimed that there was no virus. One time, he actually claimed that he created the virus, it's like almost like almost like El Gore claiming he created the internet, right? Something that stupid. So these are the accomplishments just off the top of my head. He he talked about it over there in CPAC and did a really good job doing it, right? And he didn't really touch upon, you know, the election fraud. He he kind of, you know, Trump Trump said that, you know, maybe he'll come back and win for a third time, but that, that was basically it. But we all know that narrative. We all know that story that you know, we know this election was stolen. We all know it. The question is, what are we going to do about it right now? You know, that really is the question. And that's where I kind of agree with this call. Well, I do agree with this coalition right now, you know, that, we, that, I, that I saw them on Saturday, you know, meeting and all that. You know, what were, they, they at least are pushing back against Joe Biden's corruption because that's what, they, that's what, they're, that's what Joe Biden is doing right now. He is, he and the Democrats are taking this country and turning it upside down. And everything you thought was right is now wrong. <laughs> everything from what you thought a woman was, well, that's a man now. And men are women. And if you think differently, well, you're some, some type of <laughs> transphobe or something like that, right? Now, here's the thing. You know, Trump, he didn't enrich his own family while he was in office. Guess what? That was what Biden did. You know, using Hunter Biden, Hunter Biden, his son Hunter Biden, and his brother, brother as proxies, right? You know, Trump did not enter into a quid pro quo deal with Ukraine, that's which he got impeached for. That was Biden. He's on tape saying that he got the Ukrainian lawyer fire, fired, you know, and if he didn't fire that lawyer, if they didn't fire that lawyer, they would with the United States would withhold funds. That is textbook quid pro quo. And Joe Biden, it's okay for Joe Biden to do that. He did that while he was vice president, by the way. Donald Trump did not collude with the Russians. That was the first impeachment. That is what Hillary, the DNC, and Rhino Republicans did. All right? Everything they impeached Trump on. The, de the Democrats were guilty of. And the Democrats literally weaponized the FBI and the Constitution to get to rid Trump of his presidency, which he rightfully won in 2016. Right, right after they lost the election, they spent four years trying to disqualify him through lies. And they're still trying to do it. They're still trying to do it. And the media is still trying to do it. The media lied to you about it too. Every single thing, I, I spent about 20 minutes talking about all of the accomplishments of Trump and the media did not highlight one of them. They didn't even give him credit for defeating ISIS. Now, Joe Biden, he came out. Oh, oh, before I go about, go about that, Robert Mueller, he spent millions of dollars searching deep and wide. Remember, the, Dem the Democrats gave him the ability to go fishing for a crime for, for Donald Trump. Any crime, any, any crime. 
This is what the Republicans did with uh, Ken Starr when he when they were they were originally researching uh, corrupt land deals of the Clintons, but they couldn't find anything you could, because the Clintons are so smart. They know how to make every they know how to make crimes legal. All right. So what did they go after? Monica Lewinsky, and it was a process crime by interviewing President uh, President um, uh, Clinton about Monica Lewinsky. He was kind of forced to lie. Because it was something he really didn't want to admit doing. It was a trap. It was an impeachment trap, right? And then, you know, the Republicans played dirty. But the Democrats couldn't find anything. You know, they tried to do what Ken Starr did. They couldn't find anything. And by the way, they're still trying to do it. They're trying to go into his taxes. They're trying to go into his businesses. Because they are so scared of him. And the Republicans are scared of him too. And it's not about... It's not about doing what's right or wrong for the country. It's all about power. The Republicans and Democrats, the career ones, that's all they care about. Mitt Romney, he doesn't care about any of this. All of the rhinos, the Republican in names only, they're, they're basically Democrats. In fact, there's no such thing as Democrat or Republican when you're talking about a career politician. They're all the same thing. They're all friends over there. They hang out with each other. You know, they, 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 they give lip service for the camera camera goes off they all hang out they all you know they all love each other by the way when joe joe biden ran he ran on a lie remember when he said there's very very fine people on both sides well when trump said that that was a comment that was taken out of context and joe biden said it was the reason that he ran to stop racism as though our country has a problem with racism of that level Racism will always exist because stupidity exists and murderers exist. You can't legislate out hate. Murder is illegal. Okay? It still happens. But there is not a systemic problem of murder. So you can't legislate out hate because, say, you know, all of a sudden you say, oh, it's illegal to be racist. No, there will always be racist because there's idiots out there and there's hateful people out there. You know, you just can't do that. But there is no systemic racism out there. If, there. if it were, you wouldn't have a LeBron James. You wouldn't have a Patrick Mahomes. You wouldn't have an Obama. You wouldn't have, you know, a Will Smith. You wouldn't have Lil Wayne. You wouldn't have all of these. You wouldn't have, you wouldn't have Motown music. You wouldn't have the Four Tops. It's like, how can a, this country be racist? How can anybody be racist in this country and enjoy life? How can you be racist and enjoy basketball or sports or the NFL? Most of the athletes are all, are, are all African-American. Anyway. Anyway, this is where we are right now. And I'm just saying, what we, where we are right now in this country, I'm, I'm talking to you. My, my, my fellow, not my fellow, but my friends who are Democrats or my audience who are Democrats out there. The Democrats, they're creating false narratives about Republicans. Now, of course, you're going to find some wackos out there who believe, you know, flat earthers maybe or, you know, anti-vaxxers out there. I don't, I, don't, I don't even consider them wackos, but they've just been led down the wrong path, all right? You're going to find them on both sides. But one thing... Most Republicans are not, are violent or racist, and they're not insurrectionist. What we saw at the Capitol there, that was just, that's just mob mentality gone haywire. People do stupid stuff when, when, I guess, when emotions start steamrolling in a certain direction. You know, Philadelphia Eagles won the Super Bowl. And that incited a riot in Philadelphia. You know, when Stanley Cup championship, the, you know, the, the hockey teams and all that, look at it. People start burning buildings, overturning cars and rioting. And, you know, you know college, college kids, you win the soup, you, you win like in a, you win something and they, they tear down the goalposts. It, it's mob mentality. These types of things happen. Unfortunately, it happened there and people get killed, but it wasn't an insurrection. All right. If there, if it was a true insurrection, people there in masses would, in masses, would have turned out with their guns, and there would have been bullets flying. All right. So this whole thing with the Democrats, 
saying their lives are in danger and everything, and they're still in danger, it's all false victimhood. Okay? These people right now, people, the Trump, the, the people who support Trump, they're not looking for an insurrection right now. They're absolutely not. But I tell you what, if this country, if we lose this country, and it does take a turn for the worse, and it may, that is an actual, actual thing. You will see an insurrection. I kid you not. You, you'll see a real one with guns, with a lot of violence, because people will not stand for it. And, I, and I'm saying people on the left and the right, regular people, they're going to throw down their differences and say, hey, you know what? If our kids can't go to school, if we can't run a business, if we can't you know, go out there, if we, if we have to go out there every, every time and mask up everywhere we go, if we have to wear double or triple mask, even with our own families, and we have to pull down the mask every single time we eat, right? Americans are not going to, and, and there's no end in sight, even though we're all vaccinated and there's zero infections. If they start saying, you know what, we're not going to, we're not, we're not, we're going to have to live in this state right now, what we're at right now forever, you're going to see some very mad people, not just on the left, not just on, you know, on the right, everyone. All right? And I tell you what, right now, I mean, it's getting bad. Because right now we're seeing men take over women's sports, stealing scholarships from women, businesses closing from lockdowns. Just, to, just today they, they announced here in Hawaii that Love's um, Bakery, this is a 150-year-old um, company. They're going out of business. They bake some of the, oh, oh my God, they bake, <laughs> they bake really good donuts here in Hawaii. Um, you know, they bake bread. They supplied a lot of the bread for a lot of the restaurants and the restaurants are closed. And, you know, that's their, you know, that's where they got most of their money. You're going to see people losing homes. They can't pay their rent. They they can't pay their mortgages. This COVID-19 relief money, the majority of are going to wealthy donors of the Democrat party. And and by the way, here in Hawaii, I think we got $70 million for, for, for our rail in that COVID-19 bill. How does that help COVID? So let's see how President Biden does. You know, so far it's really not good. It's horrible. You know, think about a week ago, he was playing Mario Kart at the weekend while Kamala Harris talked to world leaders. How do you like that? (laughs) And and the the media was so so stupid, they posted it. And uh, I have no idea where we're going. Right now, we're into March, and there's no State of the Union by Biden. It's usually given by by February, but there's no plans for Biden to give a State of the Union right now. None whatsoever. I, I don't know what's going on, people. I really don't. Isn't that kind of weird? So the media is lying to you. We're looking at this guy. You, you know, you're looking at Biden and he's, I'm not sure if he's stuttering or just lost. But when you can't remember the name of the people who you work with in the Senate for years, for decades, can't rem- remember how to pronounce them, you know, you read a teleprompter and you say millstones rather than milestones. <laughs> you know, when he, when, he, when he admits, he says, I have this cheat sheet in my pocket right here to remember simple numbers. You know, when I do this podcast, I just, I go off some notes here and there, but for the majority of it, I just speak off the cuff. You know, it's very easy to memorize things, certain things, right? But Joe Biden can't. And I think as we get older, you know, we'll have the same problems. Some of us will have the same problems as Joe Biden. Look at the old videos of Joe Biden from when he was running for president before. He had a sharp wit. Now, I, I, don't, I don't agree with his politics, but his wit was very sharp, you know. Uh, but now, he's not there. He's not all there. Well, that's it, people. That's my podcast for today. I'm not sure where our country is going to go. Am I scared? Pretty scared. Pretty scared, but uh, trying to keep positive. Okay, guys, that is it for today. Catch me tomorrow, all right?
Hey, what's going on, everyone? Hey, I hope you like my podcast. If you do, don't forget you can subscribe to me on any of the podcast platforms out there. Just look for Barbecue 2 Movies. Thank you.